You're listening to the Sports Blog New York podcast that you can find on iTunes, Apple Podcasts app, Google Play, SoundCloud, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. And my name is Peter Kennedy. I'm the host of this fine program. I'm going to be joined in just a moment by Phil DeMeo, the co-founder of SportsBlogNewYork.com. The world of New York sports is in a bizarre place, and we're here to talk you through it, walk you through it, and hopefully get you out the other side. We're going to be talking about the New York Yankees and their end of their playoff run, the Mets' new manager, Little Giants, Little Jets, throughout the World Series and some football. And then we're going to end off on Knicks and Nets talk because the basketball season is underway. And we got two bad teams, and I think one's worse than the other. But we got time to get to that. Again, Sports Blog New York podcast. But without further ado, co-hosting tonight, Phil DeMeo. What's up, man? How you doing? Pete, I'm a little drained, but um, I'm doing good. I feel like I'm talking to Yankee fans right now, and they're all a little drained. It's just, you guys just went through a lot. A lot. I can tell by my voice, my eyes, I'm tired. Because last week I was just up all night and it's energized, and I just take the hangover. Now, did you go to any games during the series? Did? I did not. Know what happened? I was I wanted to save for the World Series. Yeah, I, I didn't say I was going to the World Series, but like I just save. I'll go. To, I'll just I'll go to the next one, next one. And first of all, I looked at the World Series tickets for eight hundred dollars. So you save all you want. It's still it's a hit to the piggy bank. And second, um, didn't get there, so yeah. that saved me money. And you mentioned how the tickets that. Never came to be, obviously, for the Yankees, for the World Series. We're crazy. On our Twitter, at SportBlogNYC, you put out a tweet about that such thing. Yeah. You used a, a great gif. Which get, Steve Carell, Michael Scott. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just can't look at those tickets. They were crazy expensive, but I feel you. You know what? If you're going to go to a game, the World Series is the way, the way to go, especially if you didn't lock up the wild card before. Yeah, if you went to the, the wild card game, one DS game, one CS game, you probably spent around $300, $400. Right. Without, you know, Take uh, parking, beers, whatever. So, you know, I feel like in my mind I would have spent my, I would have spent whatever to get in there. But you know, save for next year. Yeah, and I know a lot of people who were at all the DS games and all the CS games, and they had a fantastic time. I think, but it now was, it feels empty. It feels it feels a little empty. But uh, let's think back to the after the Yankees won three in a row against the Astros yeah. at home. Everybody was feeling it real did, good. Uh, Cleveland. Ah. No, they won three in a row right, against right. Houston before they lost two in a row yes, yeah, in yeah. Houston to you know not make the World Series. Sorry to, to take that yeah, dig yeah, yeah. like that. Um, after they won, these Houston Astro players were talking about how crazy it was to play in Yankee Stadium. I'm pretty sure four or five guys were quoted, and they were all the Correas, the Keikels, the yeah. Altuves, how electric it was in Yankee Stadium. So shout out Yankee fans. You didn't have uh, this ending you wanted, but you had a lot of in-between that you could appreciate. But we're going to get to that later. Mm-hmm. We're going to jump back to the Mets uh, first. We're going to talk about this new hire, Mickey Calloway. But don't don't you worry, Yankee fans. We're going to get back to you guys. We both have some things to say about the season overall, about how you should feel now maybe. But we're going to get to it in just a moment. But let's hit on this more breaking news at, the, at this point, right? So we all are a little upset about the Yankees losing. Now the Mets have a new face in the front of their franchise. Mickey Calloway, the pitching coach of the Cleveland Indians, was announced this week as the Mets' new manager. Came kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. Right? And uh, you have a little bit of an opinion that's obviously about this situation, but it's overarching as well. So why don't you share that about a new manager? I feel like New York, I, mean, I can only pay attention to New York locally. But every time a new new manager or coach comes in this town, it's like, okay, here's, here's the guy. I'm happy about him. He would be McAdoo, Bowles, Hornacek, Atkinson. Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher. <laughs> you can go back, you know, you can go back more. Terry Collins, everyone's hyped about him. 
So, of course, a new guy comes in town. Say, hey, this is our guy. We're going to win now. He's get us over the hump. It's a new, fresh, new start. And, honestly, there's no other way to feel about it. Unless you put a guy like Manny Aka or, I don't know, maybe like Dusty Baker or someone like... Kind of just, you, you know what you're going to get with him. Yeah. Now, Mickey Calloway, Mets fans are thinking, hey, he's a pitcher coach. We're both on pitching. He came from um, Tito Francona. You know, a lot of positives in there. He's, he's young. He should be like... The pitchers for the uh, Indians were just really yeah, good. I'm not, I'm, not, right? I'm not sure if he's with analytics or not, but I'm sure to be any manager days you go by analytics. So the Mets fans are hoping maybe not next year, this is the guy you can build around. Yeah. And I think one thing I heard about... And I must well, say, I think, I'm sorry, I think Mets fans were just fed up with... Mets fans and Mets fans are just fed up with Terry Collins. Yes. You know, oh, absolutely. He was, you know, resigned, whatever, but I think the, and it was, maybe it was a year too late. You make an argument for that. But yes. um, Terry Collins is gone now. That chapter is done. He got you to the World Series. You know, he was frustrating, of course. But that chapter is over with. Now you're Mickey Callaway. That's young pitching. Maybe you got some money to spend. We'll see. It's still the Mets. Young players. Rosario, Smith. The Mets' future, I'm not going to say it's bright, but it's... um, It's there. It's there. and It's not, it's not it's, nowhere. It's interesting. You can see a team. Yeah. One New York baseball team. Build up again. We'll get from maybe another New York team a little and, bit. But wait, and let's be and let's be realistic. Baseball is one of the one of the fewer sports where you can make a pretty quick turnaround. I mean, the Mets yeah. now have done this over the past couple of years, where they were literally in the World Series, then hardly made the playoffs, and then weren't even close to the playoffs. Yeah, three year span. Who's to say it can't be a flip in the other direction in another couple of years? But that's I mean, besides the point right now. The Mets lost their best pitcher, but the closer in their head in the first month. So right, and who like no manager could get through that. Literally before the season started, we thought the Mets would be in a CS fighting for a World Series, and the Yankees would be lucky to be near a wild card. Yep. Obviously, today we have a different conversation. No, I mean, it was like I, yesterday. I totally, I totally feel what you're saying. I think it's a fantastic point. Um, when a new coach comes to town, it's like when you have some sort of new toy, some sort of new leader, right? I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to do like a politician thing, but even just yeah. think about that. When you hear your guy say a, a guy you're wanting to elect I'm not even talking about specifics at all literally the most overarching thing you like a guy so you or a girl so you vote for him right this time you're hearing this guy give his speech but it's like you already voted for him yeah. this guy's your coach now, nothing you can right? do about it you know, you no, no you gotta, you gotta buy what he's selling that's what I'm saying it's like uh, Callaway was elected without your vote so what, what else are you gonna do other than support him to start yeah. off mm-hmm. right prove me wrong until we'll I'm see how I'm gonna leash like fans have for him if, yeah, but I think they'll I mean, have a if they, bit. If, they, if they go, you know, 12 and 18, it'd be in the years, we go, oh, come on. But as a Mets fan, are you accepting, are you taking a step back or are you going to be taking forward? What are you expecting next year? Um, before I've, signings happen, I've, before who knows zero expe- expectations right now. Zero, zero expectations. So my, my opinion is, is so, Terry Collins, it was time for a new voice. Whether you liked Terry, whether you hated him, because obviously people have been calling for his job for a year or two now. I mean, think Terry would say that. Right. It was just time for a new voice. So yeah. that's, I'm happy there's a new voice in town. I'm a little more, I don't want to say pessimistic, I'm more average on him right now. I, I like some of the things he said, some of the things that happened uh, were freak, freaking me out. So the one thing I will bring up before we move on, because we're going to get back to the Yankees, is when Sandy Allerson was saying about how Mickey Calloway met with Fred Wilpon for lunch, and Fred Wilpon talked to him for three hours, and it was a tiring lunch. And, and he finally said... Who had a question? Did um, he get Wilpon paid? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so. Maybe they, uh, he made him leave tip, though. He's, he's the, <laughs> he, made, he made Mickey leave the tip. But no, he, he said that Fred talked to him for so long, he exhausted him, 
Mickey couldn't say no. He convinced him to come. Why did this man need to be convinced? That's what makes me a little bit skeptical. But overall, positive. I like the guy. He looks like he'd still pitch, honestly. He's in his... He's a good, good shape, nice beard. Yeah, he sounds. He looks like a looks like a good. Looks leader. like older Matt Harvey. Yeah, to be honest with you. Sure. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Now but I'm a little bit skeptical. We're bringing it to the other side of town with managers. Joe Girardi. I think he'll be back. Oh, are we doing that right now? I mean, I think you got to hit on it. Got to hit on it because uh, it's, okay. Well, that's really the only thing going on the Yankees right now from a new standpoint. Will Joe Girardi be back? I think there's 90 percent chance he's back. I can't see him. First of all, they'll be out of their minds to let him go because one. Seriously, who are you going to get the manager team? All the all the candidates are now have jobs. Yes. Two, he just took you to one game to the World Series. Yeah. He made a terrible mistake in Game Two of the DS. He knows that. Everyone knows it. It you know it petrified him. And he, the team picked him up. We're over that. Oh, I hope We're so. Over. He pitched, he managed a great series after that. So I think Girardi will be back. Um, after that, the moves that we made. Fazer, CC. I mean, I mean, Holly, Holly's gone, but CC and Fazer are big moves. Um, will Torres be up sooner than later? Um, with the, there's a DH spot maybe to be filled. There's people on the people on the market. Should you get a pitcher? Is Montgomery a guy? I don't know. A lot of things going on with the Yankees. Number one thing about Batantis, the, the Yankees just lose him. Girardi just lose him. What's his value? I mean, I'm sure it's a team like Houston, the Nationals, the Cubs, the love a reliever like him. Dylan Batantis right? will be on a team. Striking people out next year, like he will be. He, yeah. He's not. He didn't lose it. He didn't lose everything. But I want to. I want to get back to the Girardi thing. I didn't know if we were going to go there or not because you know how I feel about this. I think Joe Girardi we're, we're, does a very, yeah. very, very, very good job. And if you're going to pick, nitpick one play here and one pick there and one decision here, I don't think that's how you manage baseball. Right? Baseball is such a long-term sport. Uh, besides the point. My gut goes to listening to somebody like Michael Kay on this, and the most interesting thing I've heard from Michael Kay on this situation is if Joe Girardi doesn't coach next year or manage the New York Yankees, there's a, as good a chance it's his own decision to not want to do it anymore than he is that he's going to get fired. I agree. And I think it makes a lot of sense. Apparently, Girardi has some sort of son who's an athlete. I forget if it's high school or college, but he's starting one. He was in high school a couple years ago, so maybe he's on the college. Maybe now. he's going through college and going to be playing at a high level. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's like a real prospect. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. When Mike K says that, I hear that sounds realistic. If George Wright's not the manager, it might be his own choice. I mean, I, I don't think the Yankees get rid of him. I really, really. He's a family guy. Obviously, we like our family. He's what? This guy is on a cusp of possibly the next dynasty. Yeah. Why? I mean. You just said why would he leave, but why, why would he leave? Why would he leave? I, I don't know. But why would they get rid of him? I don't know either. Yeah. I think he should be the it's coach. It's a weird situation. Yeah, it's been weird for the last two years now. Yeah. It's already default. The man has his flaws. Every manager does. But the guy, I give the guy credit. We came here six, seven months ago. Oh, the Yankees be a wild card team. We Yankees make a 500 team. Seven months later, they were up 3 2 in the CS. Yeah. So they should not have been there. You know what? I think back to even before that, Phil. I think back to our MLB preview podcast, the mm-hmm. Yankees podcast, when Mike about, yeah. Palmazano made his choice for over under. He said, Bumping, I already. Knocking the table over. He said, I already took a day off of work in October for the parade. <laughs> he goes, I'm ready to go. He's one, he one of few. I looked at him like he was absolutely insane. And though he was being a little bit crazy, he kind of believed it. Mm-hmm. And he was almost right. One more thing before we move on, because I have a good hypothetical question for you. I think you'll like. I'm looking forward to one it. One more thing. Tanaka, a three-year, $66 million opt-in. I think he opts out. I think he earned his leverage to opt out. Yeah. I think he doesn't be starting the Yankees. Maybe 
Four years, 88. Five years, 100. What do you, what do you think Tanaka's future is? I don't, Over 100? I don't believe the Yankees go longer than four years. Okay. So I think he's going to end up I think he's 29 in. years old. He's not even 30 years old yet. He's he, young. I think he's going to end up opting in, or he, if he's going to not opt in, he's going to go somewhere You're his agent when you tell him. You just pitched yep. one of the best pitchers in the postseason. Get paid. If it's his agent, if you're asking me if I'm his agent, well, I think the agent before this, I think you know you wouldn't test the market. No, no but way. A couple months ago, no he chance. Amazing five, four or five starts in the year. He was back, absolutely back. That's how long you paid for. 100. percent I think he's going to get paid somewhere. I think the Yankees might be able to go up four years. I don't see him going five, maybe five, but four no. years, hundred. That's it. Maybe. I'm not really a big. Uh, they need I don't know him. the numbers he's, he's, for, for MLB contracts as well he, as other sports. He showed that they need him. Yeah, it's true. But they also proved this year that they can throw a pitching rotation together, and it can work when they're scoring a lot of runs. Imagine they replace him with Darvish. That'd be ironic. But anyway, next moving on. My hypothetical Wait, to you. Can I do one more thing before you before you do the hypothetical? I'm, I'm looking forward so excited to this. about this. Yeah. No, it's okay. I've not told him the hypothetical. I just want to say this: if this because we didn't really close out the Girardi thing, and we didn't really close out the is this a successful season thing, if we even brought that up. I just want to say, this is not the podcast for you if you're coming here to air some sort of grievance about Joe Girardi. In my opinion, I've made this known, the Yankees just had such an incredible season. The Yankees haven't had a bad season since he came to New York as the manager. I think it's outrageous that this man gets as much hate as he does. Uh, I don't think you feel as strongly as me on that. I think mm-hmm. you think a lot more of it's warranted, but I'm pretty sure you land on that side. Is yeah, that, is that correct? I mean, I, I really don't think it's warranted. I mean... Like I said, he has flaws, and every manager does. But and then you look look the record, look who the, the players progressing here. Look, the bullpen's great. Obviously, they have great arms. The bullpen, it's hard to mess that up. But he messed up a challenge, Gary Sanchez. That's what he messed up at the yeah. end of the day. That was his something his, that didn't exist in baseball like two years ago. Yeah. So good point. And I'm, lastly, I'm my favorite George Rodriguez. If you're uh, maybe next year, his maybe I don't know the contract going to be, but maybe next year they're saying, hey, you put it together this year. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe. And last, last but not least, for this before you bring up the hypothetical, uh, if you want to have the debate about is this successful season or is it not, I understand. And both sides, it is a hundred percent is. It's it, it, both sides have good points because a you don't want to lose ever. No one ever wants to lose, obviously. And b you don't need to win a championship to have a successful season every year. Because if you think that, then there are. Very, very You're little failing. successful yeah. seasons ever that exist uh, throughout history. So it's obviously somewhere in the middle between success and not wanting to lose. Get over it. Stop that debate. Take over. Okay, my hypothetical involves four players in two sports okay. in two cities. Wow, this is a lot. Should I write this down? Nah, let's be simple. Okay. It's New York and a Philadelphia trade. Okay. You're, we'll say we're in New York. So we're doing... Well, let me finish. Okay, you got this. I'll, I'll shut up. Would you trade Aldo Beckham and um, Christoph Porzingis for Carson Wentz and Ben Simmons? His eyes are closed right now. He's in deep thought. <laughs> I did not tell him. I did not tell him this question before. Yeah, if it wasn't obvious by my lack of any noises and me still stalling at this, so very you're, moment. you're getting a quarterback and you're getting a really, really good young baseball player. You're trading away. I want maybe once a generation receiver. Wow. And once a generation basketball talent. Wow. But in my opinion, the wait, 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 wait. Can the, you give me a second first? Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't want you to. I think I'll laugh for you. The quarterback. No, that's fine. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm ready to th- throw some thoughts out. I'm not ready to throw my decision out yet. Mm-hmm. 
but I will throw some thoughts out. So, so number one, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking in factor the teams. Everything stays the same. You're just trading the players. Yes. So, so the Giants have Carson Wentz. And the, the Knicks have, have Ben Simmons. Simmons. The Sixers have KP, and the Eagles have Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. First off, there's no chance in hell that Philadelphia would ever do this. Yeah, I'm just saying, as in New Yorker, would you do that? Yes. This we're, is, we're trying uh, to answer your question. Philadelphia's not going to do it. Philadelphia is not going to do it. There's no way. But this is what I'm thinking. First things first. Um, I love Carson Wentz. If you listen to this podcast, Sports Blog New York podcast, I've been on him before the season. He's, He's MVP right now. Back to last year's draft, if you go way back on the SBNY podcast. Um, I don't know if I'm going to say MVP. I haven't thought about that yet. But right I also predicted he can be the best quarterback in the NFC East this year. Looks easy there. And I thought the Eagles are going to win the NFC East. So I've been a Philly uh, appreciator already. So you're making this really hard for me. But I'm thinking about it. I'm really, I'm really thinking about it. If I was the Knicks, I think so you wait, might have to do that. Let's, let's take a step back. The Giants have to do that. No? I mean, the New York. Giants need a quarterback. If you're the Giants, you have to do that. You would, you would probably, you'd probably do that. Yes, I think. Now, I don't know. That's really <laughs> tough, man. Damn. Look, at you traded two of the most popular players in New York I've seen in my lifetime: Odell and Kristaps. Even though they're very young, not they don't have rings or anything, but their their popularity is through the roof. Yes, and their hope levels are through the roof yes. as well. But now, um, devil's advocate: Odell has a contract coming up. He's hurt. They haven't won really with him. All the stuff comes with Odell. I mean, I know when you like you defend Odell, but quarterback's quarterback. The other side, Sky. I know he's been something like three games, but he looks like everything as promised. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I'm all on the Ben Simmons wagon. So this is what happened. Remember how we were talking about the coach before? This is funny. Yes. This this aligns back to the Mickey Calloway new coach thing here. So positivity comes from. New I coach. didn't draft Odell Beckham. Yeah. And I didn't draft Christoph Porzingis. The cities in which I live and the the teams in which I root for drafted them. So it was like that thing where they got elected without me seeing their closing argument, mm-hmm. and then I just, you know, picked them up because they were my guys, mm-hmm. right? Ben Simmons is a guy who, in college, I watched so many LSU games, so I thought he was a freak. I loved him in the draft, was rooting for him after the injury, and was rooting for him so far, I mean, still am right now. So he's the guy who I picked, but these are the guys I was dealt who I still it's love. Funny. You like you love Wentz, too. And I loved Wentz, too, before the draft. <laughs> Literally, Kevin Law is one of my friends from college who I plan on having on the podcast soon, actually, writer for the Sports Quotient. SportsQuotient.com. Uh, he was on this podcast before the Wentz Goff draft. He's a Rams fan, and we debated. And I was on the Wentz side; he was on the Goff side. So it goes way back there too. And this is truly—I'm not ready to give you an answer, honestly. If you can't tell, what's holding you back from saying no, yes to Philly? I—I I, I really is it, more, is it more Chris Ops or Odell? It's like imagine I'm a stepdad, right? And my first two kids are my stepchildren: Odell Beckham and Chris Ops Porzingis. And I love those stepchildren. Awesome you, even though they're not my kids, yeah. I treat them as my own. Love their mother as well, right? Okay. Sure, to throw in another wrinkle. Uh, but then I find out... Their mother is New York City. That I okay. actually... Yeah, sure. Then I find out that I actually did have two kids. I knew you were going to say this. I never found so out <laughs> until they were grown. <laughs> this, this is getting a little weird. But that's kind of what it's like. I don't know. How, do I, how would I turn my back on the people who I've been with this whole time? You know, can we can we go back to my answer? I'm not ready. Yeah, I'm not all, all four are very young. All four look like they lead a franchise, but can you win with a big man? Can you win with a wide receiver? And the opposite, can you you will win with a quarterback? You will win with a point forward. I think I, I think you have to do this. I, I think I am ready to give an answer. Yeah, I think I'm ready to give an answer. I would I would do that. 
I, I, I used to like be very fun with a thing it's a beat. They probably just draft another person every like five more draft picks coming up. But yeah, I think it would be fun for both teams. Wow. I mean, uh, Eagles like Detroit and the sick because you, you trade your franchise quarterback for early receiver, which is fine. But I don't, I don't even know who their backup is. You know what's funny? I think we should we might have to try this if we put this on our Twitter. At I think I put it in the at Scoreplug NYC right now actually because you know we do obviously have a New York base in our following, but we kind of get these random influxes of other people. And New um, Yorkers know old players and old teams, right? So if we ever put this up. Philly fans somewhere would come out and be like, we don't want those bum asses. <laughs> yeah. Like, they would be like, no way. And obviously this is an absolutely impossible hypothetical, but that's why we call it a hypothetical. And that was fun. Great, yeah. great job. Thank you. I think my answer right now is I would take the trade. Don't think Philly would ever do it. Yeah. But I, I'll, I'll let you know again at the end. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm getting, I pulled a couple of people, my friends, and they all said, God, I have to do it. You kind of have to do it. That's been the it. consensus. Yeah. I, 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 I just simply because Wentz is the quarterback. That's the only reason why. Mm. I kind of thought there'd be uh, more towards keeping our guys. I kind of thought so, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, we'll, maybe we'll throw that on there. Yeah. So we'll we'll segue to football. Yeah. Um. Well, oh, first we, off, we're still on Monday night. Maybe this is Sports Blog New York podcast you're listening to on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Google Play, or SoundCloud, or who knows? Maybe on SportsBlogNewYork.com after you click the podcast tab and found whatever you needed regarding this fine program. Uh, if you like what you've been hearing, if you like good hypotheticals and talking about New York sports some of the best national stories as well, go on to iTunes Apple Podcast app, click the write a review button, and take just 10, 15, 30 seconds out of your day. Give us some thoughts. Tell us what you think about this program because we love coming out here to talk New York sports, talk all types of sports, as well as the NBA outsiders who talk all things NBA. I'm sure Phil's going to make his debut on there uh, sometime soon. Yes, sir. Tell us what you think. We'd love to hear back. We love doing this program. Uh, and keep coming in. Keep coming to listen. That's what we got. Well, we got football going on as well. Eight weeks now, going on to eight weeks in the season. The Giants are still only a one-win team. The Jets are a three-win team. Football in New York is in a sad, weird place. It does. reminds me of um, a couple years ago when all the teams were bad. The Giants are going to go wins now. Like, football is really not much to look forward to the rest of the season. I feel the Jets are fighting every game, which you do want to see. And they're fighting for bowls. Maybe bowls stay next year. Um, the Giants <sighs> fell apart. It's really they fell apart. And I don't, I don't who they have a bye this week. Just play Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta's talking about Atlanta's falling apart. Yeah, talk about, talk about a hangover. No, but um, for New York football, it's hard to watch. Can I ask you a question? The Jets blew a game. The Jets could easily beat beat the Patriots, beat the Dolphins. But now it's now it's the time of the season when the Jets like okay. We show we could win, but now we don't want to win. They might have saved Todd Bowles' job, and now they might want to get a good draft pick. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. want to. Yeah, it's like might end up getting Have your cake eating too, no? Yeah, kind of. They kind of are. Well, I want to ask you a question, though, because I'm kind of getting this vibe from uh, some friends here, specifically ones of the Yankees fan ilk, right? So not as much Met fans because we haven't been engaged in baseball. Did you feel a little bit of a hangover when it comes to football and the start of the basketball season because of how invested you were in the Yankee season? Yeah, I mean, I only watched um, when the game was the Thunder game. I know it's the third game tonight, but I only watched the Thunder game. Uh, football, I was definitely not. And the Yankees played that Sunday night, right, in one of the games. Yeah. So I wasn't invested in that, in football that day. Um, definitely, I'm definitely, I was definitely paying attention to the fantasy and the DraftKings and all that. But yeah, definitely, you can see most Yankee fans weren't really. That's what I'm getting. getting. Especially, I think, I'm a, I'm a minority, I'm a Yankee Draft fan. But right. the Yankee Giants fans is like, why are you paying attention to the Giants right now? Exactly, and that's exactly what I was thinking of. You are the Yankee Jet guy. The more, the, the probably more common Yankee Giant guy. Yeah. 
he's like, what do I have to live for right yeah. now? I mean, I'm, I'm a Yankee fan. They just lost. Brutal loss. Game seven. The Giants have one win. It's week eight. The Knicks are trash. What do I have to live for? I don't even think... Oh, we don't talk much hockey on this podcast, but we have friends who like the Rangers hockey. suck too. No? The Rangers aren't very good, yeah. I don't think, right now. I mean, I could be completely wrong. I don't know a thing about what's going on in the NHL. But... They're like 1-6 that time. I'm like, maybe I won a couple of games. Yeah, and I, even I knew that somehow. But I don't know. I think... it. it this, take this with a grain of salt. The the Nets and Jets might be the most uh, hyped teams going around in New York right now. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell's balling out. I love that move in the, the beginning. Me too. I love that spot. All right, so let's get back to football here, though. So we have the Jets and the Giants here. Um, let's talk about the Giants first because we were just talking about Odell, and I kind of want to just talk about them now. So now they're in this place where they have been playing kind of better, right? They did win that one game a couple two weeks ago now. But then they kind of got beat pretty bad by shocking the Seahawks now. the shocking game, Denver. When, when do we really reach the point? We've talked about this before on the podcast. When do we hit the point with the Giants and say, why bother? What's, what's going on here? Should, we, now, should Eli huh? even just – should Eli sit? Should, when should Eli say to himself, my consecutive game streak isn't worth me getting my ass beat? Is that going to happen? No. Or are we going to compete? He'll be playing every game. Because what, what my first reaction is, and then I'll give you the floor, my first reaction is after the Giants won their first game was, well, this is great. Now the Giants are going to play spoilers to the rest of the league. But they're also going to play spoilers to themselves. Yeah. And they're going to end up getting an eighth pick instead of a second pick or an eighth pick instead of a third pick well, or ten instead of a five. Oh, and answer that quickly. Do you want a quarterback in the draft? Yes. Okay, so you're, 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 you are spoiling yourself. If you're in the boat, then I'm going to – I'll come back this year. I'm going to build my team next year. I'm going to get a high draft pick, not a quarterback, and like a lineman or a linebacker or a running back. Build it that way. Try to make it a one-year turnaround. You go that route. I, I like that route. If see, you go on the quarterback route, route, there's nothing to see here. I think that route's good if it was like three years ago and we were like, we have one more stretch of years with Eli. I think every year you have to be like, this could be Eli's last year. I, right? I, I, do you know any of the draft prospects yet? I know I know that I'm familiar with the quarterbacks. That's yeah, about it. Saying, I'm not like, familiar. Is there like with a tackle else. could come in right away? I know Barkley's good, but Giants gonna draft a running back. Yeah, what would you, what would the Giants people say they should draft Shaquan Barkley? It was like Giants fans saying they should have got Adrian Peterson. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, we don't need that specifically right now. We need a couple other things. Yeah, even though Shaquan Barkley looks fantastic and goddamn, he's he on could, the Giants. I'd be hype about it, but he couldn't change that offense around. Maybe a spark. He needs somewhere to run, though. He needs somewhere to block. Yeah, even though the Giants have been running the ball with some consistency over the past two weeks. Some. Grain of salt. Grain of salt. Last week was Seattle shut them down. True. I didn't watch much of that game. I apologize. I was actually recording for NBA the only, Outsiders. The only reason they scored was because um, Collins well, returned the fumble. And they were on like, the 20-yard line, and they scored for like that. Um, Ingram just ran his... Ingram is good. Well, he runs the seam route. I don't know how the defense. And a slam. I don't know how the defense hasn't like, discovered this yet. All of is like up the middle to the to the field goal. And then he gets in space and just runs straight. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's working it for him. Good, right? That's all he's doing. Even with focus on him, he's been performing well. So that's something to look forward to. So as a, I'm the Giant fan, so I kind of I'm looking at it like I want that quarterback. We need a, an heir apparent for Eli Manning. Absolutely. As a non-Giant fan who doesn't have stake, who doesn't specifically care whether they do or don't, what do you believe should happen from the Giants' perspective? I feel like if you get one of these quarterbacks, you're basically saying, Eli, you're done here. But are you it, really it, saying that? Are you? Old? I think you are. I think, that, it, it, I think you waste a top pick. But you think on, Eli's going to get benched. If you decide to choose a quarterback with a high pick, you're not, you're not, the message you send to your team is that we're not winning right now. We're not getting a guy who can win right now. We're trying to develop a quarterback for the future. I think just 
demoralizes the team. Right. Besides, like, the Chiefs, who didn't need, like, were wealthy enough with their roster to go up and go up and get a quarterback and not affect their team, which is amazing. Well, they didn't. They also didn't go to top five. They went to double digits. It was, I mean, it was a, what, 11 or 12? 26 to 12, I think it was. Which is still definitely going up. But Patrick Mahomes had no threat of taking the job on draft night because you're saying it completely demoralizes the team. On draft night, yes. he wasn't. He didn't have the job. If you draft Sam Darnold on the Giants, are they drafting him to start week one? I don't think that's the case. I don't know if they're going to ever just like rip the quarterback away from yeah, Eli Manning. I don't think you could have, they're going to uh, let him lose it himself. I don't think you could have a young quarterback on Eli on the same team. I Why just, not? I, just, I don't like it. What, like what's not? Well, I don't understand that. Like, explain what, what? What do you think would hinder the process? All right, Eli's been the captain, the face of the franchise for how many years? You come in on draft night. I really need a tackle to win. I want to. I need somebody. I need somebody to win right now. But maybe they sign a tackle. The, the best player on the board that could really help them. Okay. Now we will take the quarterback. Who's not going to play this year? Who's not going to help the team right now? I just I don't I don't like that vibe. One thing. You're, 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 oh no! You're not half pregnant. You're not. That's fair, but hear me out on this. One thing Eli Manning has undoubtedly been his entire career, self-aware. That man, you don't think he knows he's losing it a little bit? You don't think he knows he don't want to take the hits anymore? That he can't get out in the out That's of the pocket? That's what I'm saying. So why, you, why did they waste to pick, uh, waste to pay? Why did they decide to pick a, a quarterback? Because maybe Eli knows one more year or two more years is his top and out. But that should be his. And the Giants are the That type, should be his expense, though. Would the Giants be the type of franchise to sit a top pick quarterback for multiple years. They would be. If they're succeeding, I think they can do that. They draft a Donald, they draft Rosen, they start out two and three, two and four. What do you do then? Whew. It would be tough. I don't and you're right, that'll be the most likely because, scenario. Because they're not that good a team. They're not good of a team. They wouldn't be approving the top of the draft. The capital isn't that good, I don't think. See that they're I mean there's two hundred million dollars on defense. That's why they, that's why they didn't uh, Signed Whitworth this, yeah. this year. They didn't have a draft space, and now you got to pay Odell too. <laughs> it's a lot going on there. So that's that's more. And possibly a new coach. But I wait, just but wait, but wait, but wait, but wait, but wait. Probably a new coach, I should say. If we got to pay Odell, or we got to pay a new tackle, or we got to cut some bills in the defense. You know what? You don't have to spend money on quarterback. A quarterback if you draft one because he's on a rookie deal. So you're saying what about Eli? Eli gone. <laughs> I just kicked Eli out right now. <laughs> it's easy to say, huh? No, no. I think, but he's, his his contract isn't too ridiculous. He Eli's the type of guy who would restructure his deal. No? That, that, he, that he's much. been so self-aware. So you're asking Eli Manning, yeah. who's been here, I don't, 200 something starts, but like Eli, to sit down and take a pay cut. I'm like, Eli. He will be a Jacksonville Jaguar before that happens. Eli Manning, bro. You got two Super Bowl rings, and you might not be a Hall of Famer. You want to win? You be the ultimate team player and do everything we tell you. And that'll help you get in, man. To, you got two Super Bowls. It's like a man situation. Do what you I can't do. see that in real life. You're probably right. You're probably right. I'm being ridiculous. Yeah, you are being ridiculous. Yeah, very ridiculous. But the, the overarching point here is that I think if the Giants have an opportunity to get A, B, or C, Donald, Rosen, Allen, that's Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen. Mayfield. Not Mayfield. Mayfield's like a mid-round first. Mid-first, late-first, second-round pick. Maybe. The Cleveland Browns are 100% getting Mayfield. Oh, my God. That would be the most Cleveland Browns thing of all time. (laughs) But anyway, if you get one of those three guys and your organization believes in one of those three guys, you take that. That's how it goes. 
that is just how it goes. If you can get a guy who your organization this hasn't really happened is, since Brett Favre and Rodgers. No, it's twenty fifth pick. That happened with, uh, I guess Drew Brees and Philip Rivers happened. Yeah, but Drew Brees was hurt. It wasn't like not in the beginning. No, that's why he got to Philip Rivers. He was hurt. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. oh. He, wasn't, he wasn't old, dude. He yeah, like but didn't, years after that. didn't Drew Brees? Yeah, but then Drew Brees played in front of Philip yeah, Rivers for and a little he's, bit. And he's he lost a free agency. Right. Well, anyways. Now I lost my spot. Actually. Very close to going to the Dolphins. Fun fact: Reese is very, very close to going to the Dolphins. That'd been interesting for yeah. history. Mm-hmm. I mean, that one Super Bowl. Who yeah. knows what the hell would happen? Uh, anyways, back to back to the topic. I think you got to get one of those quarterbacks if at all possible. Hey, Manning probably's on the ring. Realistically, though, I just don't think it, I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think the Giants are gonna have a high enough pick to get a top three quarterback. I, th- I don't think so either. I think it's gonna be Cleveland, San Fran, top two, no matter what. Yeah, they probably judge quarterback. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you take it from there. Mm-hmm. Man. If I'm the Colts, the third pick, you you can ask for the world. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, by the way, on this this podcast, the Sports Talk New York podcast, I said that Andrew Luck shouldn't play before the season starts. Yeah, and he shouldn't. There's zero reason for Andrew Luck to play football this season. Zero reason. I have a question: Should they trade? Luck? Oh, get this in the offseason. Should they trade Luck, get more picks, and draft quarterback? That'd be nuts. Or just keep Jacoby Brissett? No, I'm kidding. I like Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I mean, he'll be in the league for a while. He, oh, he'll be all over the league. He'll yeah. be getting starting opportunities. He'll be a sick backup yeah. anywhere. Good for Jacoby Brissett. Need to go back up the Need league. to get out of New England, man. Third string? Come on. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's good on the Giants there, right? Uh, yeah. I really have to go about the Jets. Um, well, we're fighting. We're fighting. What I want to say about the Jets is Todd Bowles might have saved his job already. Josh McCallan is not hashtag bad. No, he's not hashtag good though. Oh, in no way, he's not good. He's he's not good, but he's not not good. Is he not not good? Is he even that? He's what he is. He's a he's a, <laughs> he's a, he's a gap stop quarterback. Yeah, that's exactly what he is. And uh, do you think we see Hackenberg Petty this year? Uh, depends what our record is in week thirteen. Come on, what could you, what could your record well, be in week thirteen? Or um, I mean, is he inevitably get hurt? Is, you were saying do bench that hurt? Oh uh, no, I just meant in general. I guess like do you think? I guess I don't know. Do you think we'll see Petty and Hackenberg this year? For um, game? I would say right now no. No, good. I, I mean, good for McCown. Man. Yeah, I'll say no. If he plays sixteen games, that means he did a pretty damn good job. No, it's you know, ironic I mean? if they keep him to to um to teach a new quarterback coming in. If there is a new quarterback, I think that's what he's already doing anyway. I, what about know? um? What about like Teddy Bridgewater for the Jets? Nah. Or Alex Smith for the Jets. Nah. Nah? Nah. Nah, you guys need to just... We need keep, that one guy, right? You need to keep trying to get your guy. You just I need know. to keep trying. Just keep trying. Alex Smith ain't the answer. It's okay. One day you guys will have a quarterback. He's pulling out Alex Smith. Andy oh, I love that. I love me some Alex Smith. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, that's, that's all we got for the Jets. That's all we got for the Giants. We'll do a couple minutes on the Knicks? I do want to do a couple minutes on the Knicks, but I want to do one more thing first. Go ahead. Who's your best team in football right now? Do you have, do you have a best Philadelphia team? Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Patriots for number two. Yeah, I would say that. I would go the same way. I, I mean, think, I think head to head, everyone's with the Patriots instead of Patriots. But I might be biased. I've went to the fantasy team and I've Jeffrey and Aguilar. But man, they 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 offense. Peters will hurt them. See how they play without Jason Peters. Absolutely. But as we said, beginning of the year, offense line will complete. Playmakers around Wentz. Wentz had the hell talent in the world to feed. He's put it together. It's hard to pick against Philly. It's not the number one team right now. It's week week eight. I don't think they didn't play the Cowboys yet. So that should be interesting. They played the night, November 19th. They didn't play... Um, they did just beat the Redskins on a Monday night. That's nice. Kirk Cousins is 0-6 in Monday Night Football. Yeah, it's back. not his time. Yeah. He does not like that. But Philly plays um, 
Cowboys last week of the season. Should be oh, maybe Eagles have wrapped it up by then. But if not, it'd be that'd be interesting. Hell of a game. They played I need before Thanksgiving. They played the Cowboys, so got that coming up. Um, other than the Patriots and Eagles, the Chiefs are good. They should have won that game in Oakland. Now some. Imagine how the playoff game. That was an absurd ending. Imagine how the playoff game. Yeah, the, the Chiefs uh, don't look as good as you thought they were, you know, obviously two weeks ago, but they're still a really good team. I think the Eagles have to be the consensus. You know what I get a problem with? The power ranking hate guys. guys it's it's splitting hairs. It's opinions. You can look at a power rank like a million different ways. I, so I apologize. I haven't done power rankings since because of the Yankees. We've actually been slacking, and I yeah. blame the Yankees because we were doing our SBNY we, uh, weekly picks Five weeks in a row. The Yankees just on a Wednesday, and, Thursday night, and, and I'm not going to. We got football. we got totally hands yeah. tied with the Yankees. NBA season started. I mean, personally, I'll take that any season, but oh yeah, yeah. hopefully <laughs> the Yankees and or Mets, right? Come on, or, or Mets, Mets, or Mets. We'll run into the football season and the basketball season, uh, but we're gonna get back on the SBY picks probably next week. Yeah, probably next week. I'm actually slacking in my pool, but it's another thing. Right. That's another. That's another story for another yeah, day. No, sorry. So this is Sports Blog New York podcast. Pete Kennedy joined by Phil DeMeo. We're chilling. Talking New York sports today. A couple minutes on the Knicks. Yeah, we've been talking about a lot of not, stuff. Not much, not much of a sample size so far. Well, what I will say is we did wait for the end for basketball because it is Tuesday evening while we're recording this. So the Knicks game's on as we speak. It's about to be the end of the third quarter. The Knicks quarter. Uh, but I think we saw all we needed to see already. And that's why we waited a little longer to record for our Wednesday release. Because we wanted to see how the Knicks fared up against the Boston Celtics, a team who obviously isn't what they were before the season, still have a lot of talent. Still a pretty decent team. The Knicks are getting blown off the court kind of in all aspects. And my prediction for the Knicks is mostly correct. I thought they can be pretty decent on offense, and they're going to be a very bad defensive team. I still feel the same way, just their offense hasn't got there yet. So they're not looking too hot. Point competition, man, that's what it comes down to. That is correct. So I feel like we have to bring one specific thing up. And that is with the news of a starting point guard in the Western Conference asking for a trade. Mm-hmm. GM saying he will be traded. And that's Eric Bledsoe. Tweeted out on Sunday, he did not want to be here. It, he said, I don't want to be here. I want to be here. About what? Who knows? Was it about Phoenix? It means it's funny. It was like, I come deep with your wife. Was it about, <laughs> no, he, said, he literally told the GM apparently that he was at the hair salon with his wife. That's a true story. He told the GM that. <laughs> so, do you want to believe that? Do you not? I don't know, and I don't really. Get, I, I don't know what to tell you. But the question <laughs> asked is because the Knicks raised some interest in Eric Bledsoe, man with two years left on his deal, fifteen mil a piece. The Knicks were interested, but Please. the Knicks said this is the first time you've been interested in Eric Bledsoe, no? Probably not. Uh, Hornacek coached him in yeah. Phoenix, but the interesting thing to talk about here is why the Knicks have not been able to come to a move yet, and that's because the Phoenix Suns asked for Frank Nielakina and Willie Hernan Gomez, a guy who Knicks fans have been just calling for to get some minutes in these first three games, finally getting some minutes down by 20 against the Celtics. But to me, and I'll let you go next, no-brainer. Zero chance I'm giving up Frank or Willie for Eric Bledsoe. I'm giving up Willie for him. Yeah, hundred percent. Really, I'm selling my Willie stock. I'm so I was I'm so confident saying not give up Frank, not give up Willie. You're giving up Willie. Yeah, I'm not. I'm giving up Frank. Just ass to give him up. You don't know what he is yet. Why would you give up Willie? Why are you selling your Willie stock? He's a six man off the bench. I think that's what he is. So is Cantor. No, I think Cantor's better than him. I think Cantor over him. Cantor's a better six man off the bench. I think as a starter, I think Cantor over Willie Hernan Gomez. So I think a lot of Knicks fans are 
on the Willy train. They want more Willy, more I'm Willy, more Willy. I'm off the Willy train. So you're I've, off, never been, I've never been on the Willy train. What, what do you think he lacks enough in his game to not be good? I just don't see a star material out of him. I think he's impact off the bench. Can he give you 30, 40 minutes a night at center? 30, 30 minutes a night for a guy like him. That's what I'm saying. Kind of sounds like a lot, and we haven't really seen much of him getting that. Uh, other There's than a reason he, for that, though. When he was starting last year, he was putting up some double-doubles. Uh-huh. He can score. Obviously, he can do things on the offensive end. Uh, everyone was hoping he extended his range to three, looking to see him shoot. He can really roll to the rim pretty decently. I mean, then I think if you put up his defense next to Cantor, you put up his rebounding on the defensive end next to Cantor, he's equal or better. Mm-hmm. He's not better uh, finishing as Enos or not as good an offensive rebounder as Enos. Enos is a better scorer. But uh, Willie does things that are good on the basketball court. All right, but it's not Cantor or Willie for Bledsoe. I'm saying we trade Willie for Bledsoe. Straight up. Willie for I wouldn't have worked into the contracts. Right. But uh, That's true. It's just hypothetical. If I just straight up Willie for Eric Bledsoe, it would be a hard trade to turn down. Like you said, it doesn't work. We would need to either throw in someone else's contract, which could be good for the Knicks, but Hardly. then the Suns oh. wouldn't take it. Yeah. If you wanted to throw in Ron Baker's $9 million to make it even, that would be great for us to, yeah. right? to pay for Eric Bledsoe instead of Willie and Ron Baker, but that would never work. That would never get accepted. No. So I don't see – I never saw the fit for this trade where, here. Where do you think he goes? Eric Bledsoe? Yeah. I think the Clippers – uh, sound nice because he played for them, and DeAndre Jordan said, "You know, come back home, bro, I or something like that." Um, but I don't see that. I think the Milwaukee Bucks. I like that. Would be pretty cool. No, I want the ball in Giannis' hands as much as possible. That's a good point. I think a great team would be the Pelicans. The Pelicans. Yeah. Have all Kentucky lineup out Whoa, there. Whoa, nice. Rondo, Might as Davis, well. Boogie. I don't know how contract how it work, but that'd be fun to fun to watch. Ah, uh, they got Drew Holiday Drew making Holiday. twenty-five million. Uh, no, that, I don't know how that would go down. I think Eric Bledsoe can make any team he's on a little bit better. And he can make a really bad team not as bad. Have, that's have, it, have maybe. Have to, have to have the power to throw ammunition the, to pull that off. They would, they would be the ones who need him most, yeah. the Cavs. But that doesn't seem likely. No. Derek Rose there. Isaiah Thomas there. Love. Thompson. Dwayne Thompson. Wade. Yeah. yeah, I don't think. It's not happening. There's really no, like, the, like, the heat. Like, I don't know where you will go. It's really weird. It's a weird situation now, especially since the Suns lost all their leverage. Wonder if um, Timberwolves would have made a trade for him before Teague, if they knew he was available. I think they were pleased with Teague, and yeah, I think they were pleased with Teague. I would say that they were pleased with him. Teague's quiet. He's kind of good for a team like that because uh, you got three guys who need the ball mm-hmm. or need like attention: Towns, Butler, and Wiggins. Teague can just be low key when you don't expect him. He'll drop fourteen and get six assists, yeah. and you don't even know he's there. Not the best quality, but <laughs> next to three stars, it could be a good quality. Yeah. Um, so I got another thing on the Knicks. You mentioned Willie. And, yeah, so basically what I want to talk about with Willie and Enos and Kylo Quinn, two, two things that are going on here, and they're kind of parallel, but also not really. First off, Kylo Quinn might be getting showcased. That's number one. People believe, it's, it's all over Twitter, if you check out Knicks Twitter people, maybe they're playing Willie, because, I mean, maybe they're playing Kylo Quinn now, because they want to trade him. He's the most movable guy who we don't want to lose because he's not as young as Willie and, and Cantor. So that could be option one. Option two is, and this is what's happening in my opinion, Jeff Hornacek said, Willie Hernan Gomez has not gotten minutes this year because he's not earning it in preseason and practice. The way these guys play the game, and I'm talking about Cantor, O'Quinn, and Willie, I can easily see 
Willie not matching up with those two well. In practice? Yes. I can see Cantor bullying uh, Willie from physicality in practice, especially when he has the ball in his hands. And I could also see O'Quinn being a little bit more sleight of foot uh, for Willie to keep up with. Not a good matchup. And he might be getting beat in practice by these two guys. But I wonder how he, how he like, fits against the average player of his opponent. Yeah. It's kind of interesting to think about because think about the styles of Enos Cantor. He's really physical with the ball in his hand in the low post. Willie's not a super physical defender. Kyle Quinn's a little bit quicker, a little bit more uh, hops. I don't know. Can probably get a quick contest on Willie's uh, jump shots and post games. Well, if you're talking so about it's interesting. I don't know. The development for the future, Hunter Gomez should be playing. Oh, yes. But Unless Kyle or, Quinn's getting showcased. Maybe, also, you know, maybe he just isn't giving it his all. I doubt that. I feel like these young players, especially him and Porzingis, probably kind of feed off each other. Absolutely. But maybe something we just don't know behind closed doors. And another person to talk about is Frank Nielakina. Important to note that uh, the Knicks are very confident that this is not an injury-prone thing. This is a he's been trying very hard and playing aggressive and just getting banged up thing. They don't think Look, that's something I, they're worried about. So that's all, good to know. All hear. young players, besides the ones who come in just physically gifted, right? These guys are eighteen, nineteen years old. They're still growing into their bodies. Now they're asked to go play against. I think the most athletic and people in the in the world, NBA players. Absolutely. So it's not easy. I mean, give him his time. I mean, it's hard to swallow. We see guys like Dennis Smith going off. Um, you know, Ben Simmons. Lonzo getting his. It's hard to, you know, stomach that as a Knicks fan. Especially Dennis Smith. I mean, we all, all the Knicks fans think back in the head, Dennis Smith kick our ass for a whole decade now. By the way, you know who's not been playing well at all? Malik Monk. Very much yeah. so a struggle for him right now. If you kind of called it out, you didn't like him? Uh, no, I just think that he kind of isn't going to be a game changer. I don't, think he, I don't think he's a true, like, guy you want starting in the league. No, I don't know. killing it? He'll be a good scorer, though. My boy Fox. Darren Fox looks fantastic. Yeah. You know who else is going to be killing it? Uh, nicknamed Bogey, Bogdan Bogdanovich, also <laughs> on the Kings. Played his first game, scored 12 points. Watch out for him. And also, I just picked him up in fantasy. <laughs> and last, last but not least, I actually want to give this team a little shout-out. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets are playing basketball. I just don't do your thing, Nets in my head. I don't know. And I'm pretty sure it's fair to say the Nets are clearly a better team than the New York Knicks. Is that super easy to say? I said it starts with the point guard position, no? It starts with the ball handler. I don't want to call it point guard, right? I'll just call it lead guard. Okay, Brad Stevens. The, the, Brad Stevens. the positionless basketball is a thing, and what is D'Angelo Russell? I mean, he is a point guard, don't get me wrong. But they have other ball handlers there. He's the, he's the lead guard. He's been dropping buckets. Nets play hard, and they try to play defense. They're not very good at defense right now. I think they're going to get better. Nets are actually kind of fun to watch. Yeah, fun, they're fun players. I mean, it sucks they don't have a pick this year. Mm-hmm. That we really kind of jump-starting them. But, hey, I mean, this is their plan this year. Play hard. It's nothing to lose for. Literally yeah. only reasons to win for the Brooklyn Nets. And tomorrow, tonight, they play the Cavs. And two, yeah, that's, that's going to be tough. Uh, but two more things on the Nets I want to note. One is Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Looks like they're allowing him to kind of play free and not forcing him into some mold that he doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. Looks like he can be a really fun player, great in transition. Finishing with some quirky finishes around the rim. And last is the rookie for the Nets, Jarrett Allen. He looks like he can play in this league. That boy can dunk. It's really, really early. I, he moves a little bit slow at times, but he's a little explosive. He's got crazy long wingspan. He's got a dope afro, and that's really important. Yeah. Uh, super sad to see Jeremy Lin go down, but even with it, 
The Nets look like a fun team. I'm excited to watch them as well as the Knicks this year. Yeah, I mean, as a baseball fan, I never took that many against the Nets. Silly. It'd be awesome to watch, see them both do When Jason other. Kidd and Vince Carter, RJ, and Kenyon yeah. were, I was rooting for them as well. Even recently, he's like, ah, oh, they're the Nets. New York team. I like, don't like, there's no... They've never Patriots. really had a moment yeah. where they were both good. <laughs> I'd be cool if it maybe three, four years from now they're both the four or five seed. Never in the playoffs together. That'd that be, would be awesome. That would be fun. Shout out KP for getting buckets. I'm not sure how you did uh, against the Celtics, but you got the, the next loss by forty. Let's throw that one out. <laughs> um, last but not least, I want to shout out our man uh, Richie Crims, Crimstops Porzingis, aka at Smirk Backwards on Twitter. One of our writers. He added me in something during the taping of this podcast. What did you say? Tuesday night. It was a worldwide Wild tweet. Of Rob course. Perez. The goat. He has a Knicks hat on his Twitter bio at the moment. Uh, you know how he changes yes, that yes, all the time. Yes. But Rob Perez, it says, opens WebMD, types into symptoms box. Nausea, cramps, vomiting, strong desire to watch Luka Doncic mixtapes. Click. Diagnosis. Knicks fan. Yeah. Us. Knicks don't look very good, man. No. Don't look very good. But that might be good in the long run. I mean, college basketball is soon, starting soon, now, so we'll get to see some of these prospects. Knicks fans, let's stay up late. We're going to be talking about Michael Porter Jr. At least he's in to... Arizona? Oh, he's actually in Missouri now. He's not in Washington. He'll get some East Coast time slots. Good for him. Right. Michael Michael Porter Jr., Marvin Bagley, Mo Bamba, Luka Doncic. Look him up. Doncic is the European guy? Doncic is European guy. What's the third person you said? Marvin Bagley, Mo Bamba. Who's Mo Bamba? Texas, Mo Bamba. Check him big out. Man? Big man? Yeah, freak. You don't need a big man. Oh, take what you get. Yeah, I'll go oh, if he's a center who runs and shoots threes and okay. bangs on people. No, he's doing good. You're going to take him. It's all right. Lloyd Markham is doing good. I know. <laughs> Wait, shout out, to, shout out to my boy Luke. Um, you know, I helped him out with watching some Bulls games, let him use my league pass for a little bit. He's a Chicago guy. And he was very miserable. I, when I even offered it, he almost wanted to not yeah. accept because he didn't even want to watch the Bulls. He was so sad. But he, he took it and he texted me today thanking me. Because he said Laurie Marketing doesn't suck. So who's the worst team in the league? <laughs> They're still the Bulls. Uh, no, right, the Suns. Right, 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 the Suns. The Suns and the Bulls are the worst teams in the league. I like Josh Jackson. Yeah, me too. I love Devin Booker, yeah. but they're just not good. I always take Devin Booker and DraftKings. He gets buckets. That's good buckets. He gets buckets. This is Sports Block New York Podcast. Phil, you got any final thoughts here? We kind of hit the map on everything. Um, Giants are up this week. It's a nice break for you. Yeah. The Jets. I think the Falcons find their groove this week. I think Jets play hard, but. The Falcons need to win a game. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yankees think Joe Girardi gets um, tied up soon. And the Knicks and Nets, uh, that's all I got to say. That's all you got. I mean, I'm still watching the Knicks every night. Oh, World Series I'm pick. still watching the Nets. World Series pick. That's correct. I got the Strohs. Strohs yeah, life. I, I use it, too. You oh, know, yeah? As a recording, I don't know the score, but Kershaw's pitching. But I'm rooting for Kershaw, too. Though. I like the lineup, the Astros. I was impressed with them. They got the pitcher they needed. Their bullpen need, couldn't. He despises them though. I can see the bullpen blowing up. Mm-hmm. I like, I like, I hope I'm not that I like Kershaw, but I'm rooting for Kershaw to do well, even if the Dodgers lose. I don't really care. But Stroh's life for me. Stroh's. Um, this is Sports Blog New York podcast. I'm still watching the Knicks. I'm still watching the Nets. I'm watching all the NBA. Stay tuned for more SBNY episodes coming out soon. NBA Outsiders episodes coming out as well. Aaron Gordon really showed out against the Nets, yeah. by the way. Really showed out against the Nets. He had a lot of points in the first half. Number 17. But how about D'Angelo Russell still bowling? This is the SBNY Podcast. For, for Phil DeMeo, I'm Pete Kennedy. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And how about this? Have a great week and weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good one.